Welcome, everyone, to our first match preview episode of 2021. Last week, the United States men's national team announced a big game against Trinidad and Tobago coming up Sunday, January 31st at 7 o'clock on FS1. They wanted to squeeze in a big football match before the biggest uh, football match in the United States coming up the Sunday after that, the Super Bowl. So something to get anticipated the week that we've got no playoffs going on. It's going to be awesome. We can't wait to go over the roster and other games going on around Europe. But we're going to kick it off today with a lot of transfer news, uh, including the biggest one of all, the one that we've kind of had our eyes on, David, for maybe six or seven months now. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Jordan Morris going to Swansea, that it, it's big news because first, when he was coming out of col- college at, over at Stanford, uh, he he did have a little trial with uh, Bremen over there in the in Bundesliga, and they wanted wanted to sign him and. Uh, he just was uh, didn't feel like going to the Bundesliga League at the time. So since he's been out of college, he's been with uh, Seattle now, what, five or six seasons now? In a while. He's won uh, two MLS Cups, uh, been prob- arguably the best player in the MLS over the last five to six years, um, you know, looking in a hole. And I think this is coming at the right time for him. I think he needed to make the move if he wants to have a chance to, to be on these competitive teams, especially for World Cup qualifying. I think if he goes over there and proves to everybody that he can play over in Europe and especially being on Swansea, who is in a battle right now for promotion up into the Premier League, it's only going to help him out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like like I said earlier, we've been we've been wanting this transfer for a while, um, longer than we've had this podcast, longer than uh, than most. Yeah. Uh, I think longer than most American fans have been watching Jordan Morris. I've <laughs> felt like a transfer would be right for him and could yeah, do he, really he, He's well. been ready. Yeah, yeah oh, he's for been sure. ready for, for and, the whole, and, this is the right spot because this is a team it who's is. battling to get up to the um up to the Premier League, and mm-hmm. if he goes over there, performs well, maybe bangs in a few goals or a couple assists yeah. off the wing, maybe he gets a spot on Swansea for next year. Um, exactly, and, and the big thing player. is, he's definitely going to have playing time there. Like, oh you yeah, know, they they uh, had people on loans get uh, get recalled back to their clubs. That's why they're in search of a striker. I mean, Jordan Morris is a pacey striker. I would say his pace is probably his biggest asset. Oh yeah. Um, Besides the it, fact that he's a tank, like him. a running back. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's a big guy too, uh, but his pace, his shot, I mean, he, physicality. I mean, he has all the tools to be a really, really good wing player over there. Yeah. At Swansea. I, I think it's awesome for him and I, I can't wait. Uh, I know, it, it kind of is hard to watch these games. Uh, they do have a contract for those of you who have ESPN Plus. Some of their games are aired. I believe their first game that is actually going to be on ESPN Plus isn't coming up until uh, till mid-February. So obviously we'll keep you updated on that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's a great transfer for them. Swansea, you, you know, uh, mid-season, you don't go out and get a loan for a player in January unless you're going to use them. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, they're, they're not getting a transfer. He's not going to sit the bench and wait till next year when there are opportunities he's on loan. He's only there for a while. And they just announced the, uh, the MLS schedule is starting April 3rd. So is he going to miss part of Seattle season? We're not really sure yet. Or yeah, cause the, the loans for six months, I would assume he would. Yeah. And if he goes over there and plays excellent, you know, Swansea's going to try to get him. Uh, they're going exactly. to want to buy him and they're going to want to keep him over there. Yeah. Um, Let's keep it moving. I I mean, I'm excited, but we're going to keep it moving here with them. We've got a lot of transfers. Uh, Dwayne Holmes wasn't getting a lot of time uh, over at Darby County. Um, Mm -hmm. So he's going back to Huddersfield. I think that's a a smart move for him. Uh, Find a lot more playing time in in the club that he started on uh, when he first moved over to England. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I I think it's great for him. He wasn't getting much playing time under manager Wayne Rooney. Um, 
and I think it's the right fit. I mean, when it, it when it comes down to this, you just need playing time, regardless uh, what division or what team you're playing on. If you if you're getting playing time and then producing, you're gonna get your chance with the national team. It, true, true. Now uh, the second biggest transfer, I guess, will go from this is your guy uh, returning to Norwich, Soto. What do you? Wh- that kind of shocked me. What do you think? Yeah, it, it kind of came out of nowhere because uh, so I think the plan was, especially with bringing him into the United States camp, they were trying to help him with getting that visa to where he could go play over in England. That's why he's been on loan, mm-hmm. just because he hasn't had the work permit. And it finally came through, and it was kind of just came out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, Soto's back to Norwich. Um, upon reading more information and just seeing some more articles, it does look like he's going to be with the U23 team. But what the ma- the manager the and the training staff over there for Norwich, they said he's going to have plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. to where if he plays really good with the U23s, he's going to get a chance on the main on the main team. Yeah, and this so- is good for him because he's going to be, be playing against better competition. Uh, and uh, he obviously he had that great performance, uh, the two headers uh, when we played over. Uh, last December, I believe, for the national team. So mm-hmm. it's just great to see him now back with Norwich, who they're at number one. They're top place right now in the EFL. Uh, and Swansea's number two. So potentially he could be on him and Morris could both be on teams that get promoted into the Premier League uh, for next season. Yeah, hopefully Fulham gets out of the bottom three, though, so that we can just have a lot more players. Uh, yeah, a lot of the guys in the Prem. I, I think this is great for Soto. I think. Um... You know, if, if you're Norwich, you much rather have him uh, playing on your U23 team rather than playing in the second division over in Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you, you know, the you, you kind of don't know what's going on over there and you want to be more hands-on with the player. And I think that's the best spot. You know, I, I expect him possibly maybe a couple times the rest of the season get called up, um, maybe get 15 minutes shout here, 15 minutes there, and just uh, get some more experience playing where, uh, where his contract actually is. And I think it's awesome. Exactly. So, all of a sudden, the United States has a lot of defenders playing in Europe. What's going on? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Roma, and after a the fight transfer saga, which seemed Roma, like it's yeah, the, hit the saga that seemed like it's been taking a month. Uh, he was. It seemed like he was pretty much confirmed over at Juve just last week or the week Fabrizio before. Fabrizio Romano, one hundred percent sure, exactly, and he's never wrong. Uh, but yeah, he's going to Roma, and and I think it's a better fit for him because he's not going to be getting loaned out. Like he he's just going straight to Roma and and they they need a right back. Uh, they do. Florenzi was the right back. Uh, he he's not playing right back anymore. I believe he's more of a center center mid role now. They yeah. think they had him playing, so they definitely need a right back. Reynolds is going to bring the speed, the physicality, and the technical ability. I mean, you we've seen him play in the past for FC Dallas, and and it's crazy to think. I mean, they FC Dallas loses Reggie Cannon, and then the next guy up. Brian Reynolds, now he's going to go over to, to Roma, who, which is even a bigger club than where they're just producing right backs over there. But the MLS like, is, just, I mean, it's incredible. So it, for for a little bit more context here, Fabrizio Romano is is a big uh, transfer guy over in Europe, and essentially the for the basketball fans out there, the Woj of of soccer, he, he always yeah. he always knows what's going on, and he said Juventus pretty much had this locked down, and he was uh, Reynolds was going to go to Juventus and pretty much immediately be loaned to Benevento, who's also in Serie A, so he'd still be getting Serie A game time. Yeah. Um, and Roma came in and stole this transfer, and mm-hmm. you know, instead of uh, being on loan over at Benevento, he's going to get a lot of minutes uh, for Roma, which is awesome. And I can't wait to start watching these games, which are all going to be on ESPN Plus. So, and it's you know our, the, the United States right back position is kind of turning into uh, a striker position type battle now, to where we oh, have yeah. so many different options. I mean, when you look at left back for the national team, we got Robinson and 
that that's about it. I mean, I, mm-hmm. who else plays? I mean, maybe you Dest if Dest. you want to call him that. Yeah, I mean, you can play Dest on the left. We, we've talked about Dest. our issue before. Dest is our best left back and right yeah. back. <laughs> that's what I'm saying you got you got Dest, Cannon, Yevlin, and now Reynolds all right backs playing over start are going to be starting and playing in in European football. And I mean, it's just insane to see the amount of talent we have at that position compared to where it was. You know five four or five years ago oh exact six months ago i mean yeah <laughs> it's nuts i but you know it's it's something to love i'd rather have too many than not enough um and last transfer to go through mark mckenzie over to gank which is a good move for him and i believe if correct me if i'm wrong david he's already um gotten some minutes yeah he had he actually started over the weekend uh in their in their uh game against club Brug. uh they he played the full 90 minutes they did take a lot uh, they lost two to three against Brug, but it was his first start for a brand new club he's been there for about a week and that that just goes to show i mean they're in the, the top division in belgium he's playing in in a in european in europe now and he's been there a week and he's already starting at center back so it looks like they they brought him in they're going to have him pretty much starting game in and game out over there uh, exactly. that him, with him, big two big uh debuts for the weekend him and aronson getting his first minutes over at red bull um mm-hmm. so just it's a good time to be United States men's national team fan. We've said it many times over the cor- course of the last yeah. four months, and it's just getting better and better. Yeah. Shout out to both of them, uh, Philadelphia Union. Uh, you know, uh, coming out of there, the Supporter Shield they just won that uh, this past season. So, uh, shout out to both of them. They've had a real great year winning the Supporter Shield, and now both uh, transferring over into European football and already playing after being there for a week. Uh, exactly. That's just two more guys to where within this next calendar year, they're going to be in the, com- they're going to be in uh, the competition and they're going to be, have their chances to be on the, the world cup squad. Exactly. And one last little transfer rumor that was going on. Um, not, not much has developed from it, but there was a rumor that Paul Ariola might've been following Jordan Mars to Swansea. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing more than a rumor right now, but we'll keep everybody posted if anything develops yeah. there. Kind of hope so. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. It, that'd it, be it would definitely cool make Mars Ariel. a lot more comfortable over there. I'm guessing. Yeah. We see Ariel and Morris over there. And it's great for Ariel because he obviously had the ACL tear, but it does seem like he is pretty much back to where he was before that ACL. Um, he got to play a couple games for DC before the season ended, and then he played the last uh, game with the United States. So it's it's good to see him back with the squad and uh, looks like he's 100% back from his ACL injury. Yeah, for sure. Well, before we take you guys into that USA roster for that game against Trinidad and Tobago, we're going to do a quick roundup of just what's going on in Europe. You know, uh, we've got too many players to, to go over in a in a one episode. So, you know, we're going to hit the big guns. Christian Pulisic, uh, as of yesterday, has a new manager over at Chelsea. Um, it wasn't working under Frank Lampard as a Chelsea supporter. A uh, little bummed about it, a little happy about it. It's, you know, he, he's a club legend, but he's gone and it, it's Technically, for the right reasons, uh, they had the lowest points per game uh, rate out of the last like six or seven managers Chelsea's had. Even Andre Villas Boas from 2012 was better. Um, mm-hmm. So, but coming in, Thomas Tuchel, who for those of you who follow um, what's going on with him, he was the Dortmund manager who brought Pulisic into the starting lineup. So, this can only mean good things, I'm guessing. Yeah, for Christian Pulisic, yeah, it's great to see him back uh, with Pulisic again uh it's been been a while he was obviously at Dortmund then he went over to PSG did really really good with the club over there at PSG and now he's uh coming into Chelsea and I think this is uh this is just going to be good news for Chelsea and uh, hopefully he can help them turn turn their season around and at least uh make you know push for a top four finish exactly and 
I, I kind of got to say Pulisic and Chelsea are a little lucky on this one. You know, uh, Thomas Tuchel is a good manager. And uh, if Neymar doesn't miss two sitters in the Champions League final, Thomas Tuchel is still coaching at PSG, but he was fired because they didn't win that match. Um, so, you know, th- this is great for Pulisic. And, you know, hopefully it'll create that form that we saw over the summer and create what we saw him doing at Dortmund. It just we got to keep him healthy. And I think um, they'll, they'll know what to do there. They're professionals and uh, Pulisic's ready for the challenge, as always, we've, we've seen with him. Um, so kind of to take it into the, uh, into the Bundesliga, Tyler Adams gets his first goal in the Bundesliga. Um, he's obviously scored uh, ginormous goals in the Champions League already, but this one uh, probably feels really good for him with how the season's been going over there. Yeah, he um, he he's kind of in and out of the lineup. He'll play one game, then he sets the next game. He comes off the bench another game, and then he'll start. So it's real good for him to uh, get this first goal, uh, his first Bundesliga goal. And when he scored, the team was celebrating with him. So it's you know just gonna boost his confidence even more. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's the the starting number six no doubt i think for the united yeah, no states doubt. national team and to see him hitting uh you know getting on the score sheet is is important you don't necessarily need goals from back there um but it, it's good to see that he can produce and he's he's always going to produce when he's in the lineup he's a smart player he's always in position he's very good passing um passing the ball very good yeah. defensively so you know big, he's one of my favorite players on the team big props to, to tyler adams um so keeping it up with with the bundesliga Matthew Hoppe's uh, still getting his starting. He didn't he didn't bag one against Bayern over the weekend. I was a little bummed about that. I would have loved to to been able to tweet on the, the Yanks in Europe page that he scored against Bayern because I'm not a fan of yeah. that. But uh, they kind of got thrashed a little bit, which yeah, any of us expected. Four, four zero. But I mean, what what do you expect? I mean, Schalke still is the you know, the bottom team in the Bundesliga, and you're playing arguably the best team in. Europe, just not yeah. Germany, but Europe in general, like the, the best team in the world uh, in Bayern Munich right now. And uh, it, I mean, it, he got, I believe he got subbed off in, I think around the 70th minute too. So they, they took him off to give him some rest time, but he's still been playing excellent right now. He, he's uh, had five goals in, in three in a three match span. Um, and to keep it in the Bunnies Liga and, you know, talk, talk about Josh Sargent. Um, who him, uh, just so people do know, they're going to be playing each other out this coming up weekend, uh, Sergeant and Hoppy. It's going to be Shaka versus Brennan, uh, I think 9.30 a.m. on Saturday. So that, that's going to be the, once we talk about the games for the weekend, that's going to be the game of the weekend right there. Um, but Sergeant, um, with all this buzz coming around Hoppy the last uh, two weeks, Sergeant finally uh, fired back with uh, uh, a cracker from like 25 yards out. Oh, yeah, um, it was nice. Beautiful goal. Uh he had a great turn he put on the defender and struck it, and it swerved uh, swerved off the outside of his foot, an excellent goal. And it's great to see Sargent uh, scoring and just uh, showing what he can do. It was a, a well-deserved goal and maybe the goal of the year so far for United States men's national team players. Um, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, early, it's late January, so obviously nothing much to shout there so far. But just kind of i'm still here don't don't forget about me you know all this noise going on about matthew hoppe and mm-hmm. it was uh, nice to see him get get on the score sheet um we can't leave germany without talking about what julian green is doing yeah uh seven goals and three assists right now for this season uh, over in the second division uh in germany right now uh, i believe he's the 10th highest rank, uh, rated player right now when it comes to all players in that yes. second division and Julian Green is going to get a chance with, uh, with one of these squads that are coming up this year, whether it be CONCACAF Nations League, whether it be the Gold Cup or 
whether it be World Cup qualifying, he's going to get his chance on the national team for one. There's like there's no way he won't. He's just playing that good right now, and his team is is battling right now to potentially get promoted up uh, to the first division in Germany, to where he can be back in the in the in the Bundesliga. So it's great to see Julian Green playing excellent. I know people hear his name like, oh, what is he? Thirty one, thirty two. I mean, he's only twenty five years old. Like he was just that young back then in the in the twenty fourteen World Cup. Um, yeah. And it, I it, I think it's great for him. It's great to see him playing this excellent. Where you know we're all excited. Exactly. I mean, it'd be crazy to see him uh, get that team up into the uh, into the Bundesliga. And like you said, he's only 25. He's a good uh, good midfielder or winger, whatever you want to play. Yeah, I mean, Very he's hardly getting into his prime right now. Like players reach their prime between you know 25 to 28 years old. So I mean, he he's just getting into his prime right now, and he's playing the best soccer he's played, you know, his whole career. Exactly. Um, so. Out of all the United States men's national team players, the man of the hour right now is Weston McKinney. And uh, we just have to congratulate him on winning the Coppa Italiana, which is the, for those of you that don't know, the Serie A winner versus the Coppa Italia winner play each other in the next season. And Juventus won that against Napoli. And it's the first cup that an American player has won in Italy. So just a big congrats to Weston McKinney. Big shout out to McKinney. He's been playing excellent arguably the best midfielder right now uh for for Juventus which is crazy to think of when uh even when we when we heard the loan uh the loan was happening when he was getting loaned out over to Juve I don't you know we expected him to play but I don't think anybody expected him to be the best midfielder on the squad and it's just excellent to see this I mean he he is world class the way he's playing right now it's excellent exactly and also just a big shout to Sergio Dest who's just keeping it locked by uh barcelona has been had some up and down performances lately but they're keeping it going over in uh you know in their league respectively just just couldn't tie it together over it uh you know they could have won a title uh last week and messi got a red card the first of his career um and just nothing went right uh, i think dest even well dest took a knock and didn't actually play the whole match um yeah. But uh, from what I've read, he seems to be fine now. So that's always a plus. You know, we want to keep our uh, our players healthy and we want to make sure they're not, that they're not playing too many minutes so that they can still perform for their country, respectively. Um, what do you yeah, think of that? Exactly. Just- yeah, uh, he's definitely, yeah. It, and I did see an article come out on ESPN the other day talking about how Des kind of was talking about how he's lot, he feels like he lost his confidence uh, throughout mm-hmm. the last month uh, being in and out of the lineup. Obviously, just had that little uh, injury. Um, but for him, he just he just needs playing time. Uh, it, once he once he's 100 percent fit and back in there, give him some more playing time. He he's a really good player. Um, and once he gets back in there and gets game time, he's just going to get back into a group of things like how he was at the beginning of the season. Totally agree. Uh, so we're going to dive into that USA roster. Um, but before we get into that, I'm just I got to say how excited I am for this match. Um, you know, it's going to be played in Florida. There's going to be fans there. So first uh first game that we've had with fans in uh over a calendar year so that's pretty awesome um and we've got a roster filled with players who haven't made their caps yet um obviously we've got Josie Altidore on there who has played a lot for this team has 115 a lot of goals 115 Um, games and 42 goals but uh I'll kick it off here at keepers I know you've got your your eyes on one who you're you'd bet your money on is going to be scoring and who's that yeah Matt sorry not scoring uh, starting yeah Starting Matt Turner um, out of the New England Revolution. Sean Johnson was on the squad, but he did pick up an injury. So I think it was in between Johnson and Turner. Uh, Turner's arguably the best keeper in the MLS. Uh, mm-hmm. He, if it wasn't for the MLS playoffs, he would have been on the squad. Just, uh, I believe, 
early January or was it late December? Yeah, uh, when that when they played the game in Florida, uh, he would he would definitely would have been on that squad. Um, but because of MLS playoffs, uh, he wasn't he wasn't included. Um, he's been playing excellent, and I think he's the best keeper right now in the pool coming out of the MLS. And he's potentially gonna make a run to uh, to be on these World Cup qualifying squads, Gold Cup squads, and he's mm-hmm. gonna get a chance to potentially be that number two keeper, maybe behind Stefan. Yeah, for sure. Three, because. Um, and when you look at the World Cup, you bring three keepers, and I don't see why not he why why he can't be one of those uh three. But definitely, I see Matt Turner starting at at goal. Exactly, and and I mean besides um besides Stefan and we've we've talked about Horvath on this on the show before. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't have a lot of players over in Europe at the goalkeeper position, so you're kind of just looking at the MLS saying, all right, who wants this spot? Um, yeah, who, who wants the spot on the roster? Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt Turner's performed. We've also got Matt Freeze from the Philadelphia Union and JC, JT Markinkowski um, from San Jose Earthquakes. All three players are uncapped. Um, yep. With one match, uh, I don't think they're going to switch keepers at halftime or anything like that. I, I don't. Um, I don't see that happening either. Yeah, so I think Matt Turner gets gets the uh, well-deserved start and hopefully a clean sheet. But we'll get to we'll start with our defense now and think think about if that clean sheet is something realistic. Uh, so just going to go down the list kind of real quick. Um, we got Julian Araujo who um, did play in the last uh, last go round yep. from the LA Galaxy. Yep. George Bello from At- Atlanta who hasn't played uh, for the United States yet. Kyle Duncan, he got his first cap uh, from New York Red Bull. Aaron Herrera from Real Salt Lake is uncapped. And then you've got the big guns, Aaron Long, who for the Red Bull, he has 18 caps and has also scored three goals. He's yep. probably a starter here. I, I, yeah, definitely. I think Aaron Long would be one of the starters at center back. Yeah. And the other would be between Walker Zimmerman and then Miles Robinson, who I've talked about in the past, uh, yeah. potentially being uh, one of the guys uh, coming out of the United States for that center back position. Um, Obviously, Mark McKenzie's now over in Europe, and I think Miles Robinson would be that next guy in line, uh, next young guy who's playing, uh, been playing really good in the MLS. Yeah, and I, it's this is I'm glad to see him get another chance. He's had two caps, and glad to see him back on this roster. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll be able to see him uh, if not start at least get subbed in. I do think it's probably going to be Walker Zimmerman and Aaron Long. I would say mm-hmm. probably starting at that center back position. Yeah, and then um. I mean, go ahead and talk about the rest of the defenders. Yeah, well, my, my favorite defender on the li- this list is probably Sam Vines out of Colorado. Yeah, I was about um, to say that too. Yeah. I think he, he's absolutely fantastic and might have a starting spot on this um, on this team. What do you think? Yeah, no, I definitely expect him to be starting at uh, the fullback position. I be- He plays – is he left back? I believe he plays on the left side. So we talk about how we don't really have left backs uh, behind Robinson. Uh, Sam Vines could potentially be that guy. Yeah, uh, between uh, Antoine Robinson over at the left back position, he's an excellent young left back in the MLS right now, and I I can definitely see him potentially getting the move over to Europe within the next couple of years. Exactly. Uh, so the midfield I think looks pretty good. What do you think? Just just from looking at it really quick, um, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of really good players there. Just Kellen Acosta, twenty four caps, two goals out of Colorado. We've seen him play for this team many times. We know what he can do. Mm-hmm. We've watched him play for the Rapids. We know what he can do. Um, mm-hmm. Sebastian Legette, he's also mm-hmm. backed a couple goals for the team, played 17 yep. games from the LA Galaxy. Uh, Christian Roldan, who I love, um, maybe he'll finally get his first goal for the United States, uh, has 19 yeah. caps. And then Jackson Ewell from San Jose uh, has, has eight caps. And then you've got the guys who haven't played yet, Benji Michael out of Orlando, Andres Pereira out of Orlando, and Tanner Tessman out of Dallas. And Tessman can play. Yeah, um, Tessman's a really, really good player. I think – and he's just like how I am with Sam Vines, like how we really are big on Sam Vines. Tanner Testman, he he's an excellent midfielder right now. Um, I would love to see him get this start. 
because obviously we got a bunch of you know veterans like Acosta and Roldan and Legette, but we kind of already know what those three can do. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, for them to put Tan, uh, Tanner in and let him start and get it. And it, you know, if you sub him out, you sub him out, but at least let him start and see what he can do out there for the squad. Exactly. And what we already mentioned Josie Altidore at the forwards, but we've also got Paul Ariola who's mm-hmm. played a ton of games for this team. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Mueller, who's played one but has two goals. Uh, Jesus yes. Ferreira out of Dallas, who's been capped, and then Daryl DK should have got his first cap. Um, his last call up caught yeah, an injury. With the injury, yeah, yeah. that kind of let us down a little bit. And then we've got Jonathan Lewis out of Colorado. So you know, it's a really good squad. Just going yeah, off it, of all the MLS. It's going to be interesting what formation they run. I would love for them to run a two striker formation and see potentially see Josie and Dar and DK right next to each other. Um. Even if they run two strikers, I don't know if they'll play them next to each other because they kind of are the same type of striker. So yeah. I, w- I would really probably predict to see something like Josie and Ariola up top or Josie and Chris Mueller and then sub out Josie for Daryl DK because they're two of the same. They're big physical guys with a great, uh, great physicality, a great shot, uh, nowhere to be around goal. And uh, I think when you're playing one of those guys, you want to have a, a, a smaller speed guy like Ariola or Jonathan Lewis or Chris Mueller up there with them just to do the give and goes, kind of like how Pulisic and Giroud over the, do over at Chelsea. Exactly. Um, you know, th- this is a really good squad. Um, just even though it's so young, you still have a lot of these really big names. Um, and I got a shout out uh, Orlando on this. Out of this roster, they've got four players. They are a team who's, what, four years into existence. Um, yeah. And they are developing really young, really good players over there already. Um, mm-hmm. so just, you know, big congrats to them. Four players on this roster is pretty, pretty insane considering, uh, you know, yeah. all of the long time, uh, long time teams that we have in the MLS that they're, they're the one with the most, ca- uh, most players capped is, is pretty nuts. Um, but like, like we said, the game is on Sunday, seven o'clock. And we've kind of got a bit, bit of a surprise for you guys here. So we're going to be live streaming during the game. Uh, it'll be on Facebook, probably YouTube as well. Um, all the details of that will be coming out over on our Facebook group if you're not on that. Uh, so we'll probably start about 640, 645 uh, with the uh, with the lineup, talk about what we think, maybe players that we should have thought started, things of that nature. Uh, we'll live stream uh, talking about the game and then do a little bit of closeout after the game. Uh, we can't wait. I'm super excited to just uh, release more content to you guys. Uh, it's going to be awesome, I think. What, what are you giving me your match preview? What's the score? I think USA is going to win uh, three nothing. I think that's my prediction. I'm excited to see what the starting lineup is going to be like. Uh, like David said, come in, watch the live stream. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to give our opinions on how the team's playing on the lineup during the match, what we think can be changed, if there's certain tactics, tactics that aren't working, what we think should be switched at halftime you know, substitutes who we think should be subbed in, who we think the player of the match is. And then obviously we'll do the post-game wrap-up to where we just talk a brief five, ten minutes and just give our overall thoughts on the on the match. As we do with podcast episodes, I will try my best to keep it clean. But if we score or if Trinidad scores, I don't know how I'll react. So I'm not <laughs> making any promises there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so let's just – we're going to take it into the weekend games besides the United States uh, game. So – We'll go through Saturday first, but my eyes are on Sunday because Chelsea kicks off at 7 a.m. and United States kicks off at 7 p.m. So I know what I'm doing for roughly 14 hours on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, so we'll start Saturday. Saturday kicks off with with a big one with Bremen versus Schalke at 9:30. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the the competition for United States striker is yeah arguably two up. of the other two of the names up near the top right now just with the way they're playing Hoppe versus uh, Sargent it, it's gonna be real interesting to see them both play they're both on weaker sides right now so I, both of them should definitely get multiple opportunities right now and I think it should be a good game for both of them to bag at least one goal or maybe two it'll be it's gonna be fun to watch oh I can't I can't wait that'll be the it's not even an early rise I say 9 30 early rise yeah 9 30 a.m ESPN yeah. plus so make sure to, to check the game out. It'll be excellent. Also at 9.30, we've got um, Dortmund is playing Osberg. So give a look, see if uh, Reyna's in that starting lineup. I'd expect him to be. Um, mm-hmm. I think that ju- that's just a good spot for him to get some more confidence going in those boots. Um, also in, in uh, Germany, Leipzig, Leverkusen, 12.30 Saturday. Uh, this looks to be a good spot for Adams. I think against Leverkusen, you need to be a little bit more defensively. They, they're they're a good team, and Adams is somebody who can lock up that midfield and make sure, you know, those long balls aren't uh, long, through balls aren't coming through, things of that nature. Um, so that's twelve thirty. All those games are on ESPN Plus. Uh, we've also got Swansea, Rotterdam. Could this be where we see our man? Is he starting? Is he playing? Yeah. You know, obviously they got the game tomorrow. I don't predict him to be starting tomorrow. Maybe get substituted in, but I think this weekend game is going to be the chance for them to get him in that starting eleven. He get uh, have him get three to four training sessions under his belt, and then put him in that starting eleven and see what he can do. Exactly. Rotterdam sits twenty second, and they're trying not to get demoted uh, or relegated. Third division. Yeah. Swansea's so. battling right now for promotion, so I think that's that'll be a good game to let Morris play his first match and potentially, you know, get a debut goal for for the club. We'd love to see it. Uh, also, uh, elsewhere in Europe, we've got Valencia, Elche. We can't forget about Musa. This man is a beast, and you know you shouldn't be taking your eyes on him. They're playing off him. They're playing uh, at twelve thirty on Saturday on BN Sports. Also, Juve Sampdoria is at noon on ESPN Plus. So you've got a chance to catch four or five American players on ESPN Plus between nine thirty and noon on Saturday. Take yeah. that opportunity. I mean, that it'll be a blast. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a good game from Weston McKinney against Sampdoria, I feel. Um, I'd expect him to start there. And now it's going to take it into Sunday. Sunday's uh, just going to go crazy, in my opinion. So it kicks off Chelsea Burnley, 7 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, Thomas Tuchel's second game. We'll see how Chelsea does tomorrow. They do have a match against Wolves at 1 o'clock, uh, if anybody wants to catch that. But this game against Burnley, I think, is a big spot for, uh, for Christian Pulisic to prove himself to his new old manager. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Because obviously they were together over there at Dortmund. Uh, he's the one that pretty much gave Plissick the his first start on the team over at Dortmund. And he, you know, that's when he first came to his own. And we all remember what Plissick did against Burnley last year. Yeah. A score from early Patrick. So, yeah. you know, this is this is the time now, the time to get it done. Um, Lille versus Dijon, Dijon uh, 11 o'clock on Sunday. Dijon sits 18th out of 20. Um, mm-hmm. So, Lille's still battling for that title. They're sitting second. But if there's a spot for our guy to start, you know, we, we say it's going to be, yeah, it'll be this game. Yeah. This it's, is- he's been, he's been playing. He's been, he's been, you know, coming in as a substitute pretty much every single Played game. Played 20 minutes yesterday. Staying 20, 15, 20 minutes late here and there. I think he could start this game. This is a, a lower, a lower team in the, in the table. Uh, they're playing. I think this will be a great game to hopefully see Timothy Wea get a start. Yeah. And for a little context here, I mean, the way Liga is, the French League, compared to England, 18th is not anywhere near the caliber of first through fifth. It's not, no. you know, you're not looking in England where you say Fulham can Fulham can battle with anybody on any given day, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Dijon cannot battle with PSG, cannot battle with Lille, can probably not even hit Marseille right now. Um, yeah. So this is a, a good spot for Timothy Wea to get in the lineup. So that's at 11 o'clock on Sunday. Um, we'll release any TV info if there is any. Um, noon, Wolfsburg, Freiburg, uh, Freiburg on ESPN+. Yep. Plus. Uh, we John know Brooks again. center back Johns Brooks as he does the wall, the wall of Brooks. The yeah, wall of Brooks. We'll call him that from now on. Um, you know, depending on who you ask, if you value defense, midfield, attacking more, I, I wouldn't correct you if you said he was the best United States men's national team player. Probably the most important, honestly. Oh, oh, for sure, without a when doubt. You look in, obviously, you need the wingers and the strikers, but I would say two of the most important players would be John Brooks and then Tyler Adams over at that six, number six position. Those are two of the most important players. I've yeah, because I, I think every single, most of our positions, you could take somebody out and put somebody else there. You said, oh, they can get the job done. Yeah. I don't think you can remove Brooks from this lineup and put two center backs there that would be as influential and just as good at clearing the ball and keeping everybody. He's probably the captain if it's mm-hmm. not for Pulisic. Um, so, you know, he's a great player and, you know, he'll, he'll start uh, at this game on ESPN at noon and three o'clock uh, on BN Sport, Barcelona versus, uh, versus Athletic Bilbao. Uh, this is probably a spot for Des to get another start against a big club. Um, so you've got seven o'clock, 11 o'clock, noon and three o'clock. Then you get your little bit of break and then you've got mm-hmm. United States at seven. So yeah. it's a it's a weekend filled with matches, and if there's any uh, any other starting spots that uh, that we catch, we'll probably post it on our Twitter. We'll post it on our Facebook. Let you guys know about it, and uh, just keeping everybody informed on when when and where they can catch these games. Um, because now is you know as we've said several times that uh, we've got a lot of players. Now we've got even more, and they're getting even more minutes. So if you want to know these guys when we get that. Uh, that roster for the world cup next year hopefully we're in the world cup um or we get the roster for the qualifying or the girl gold cup over the summer also keep an eye out i've heard that over the next two or three weeks we'll finally see that um qualifying for the olympic schedule come out it's supposed to happen between march 15th and march 30th is the games so we're almost into february here and we don't have a schedule yet and one of those games will be against mexico yeah because we're in their group yeah, U23. So that that that's gonna be uh, some big news to come out, and we'll definitely get that posted on all of our social media channels once we uh, hear about that. For sure. Well, I just want to thank everybody so much. Keep an eye out on. Uh, we're gonna post on YouTube. We're gonna post on uh, the Facebook chat, Twitter, all the information going forward with this game. Um, and I, just, I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, I get amped up whenever the United States men's national team uh, plays. I'll throw on my Michael Bradley jersey. I'll enjoy the game, and hopefully we get a good win. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. Mm